Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. I am so excited today to have my friend, and he is my friend, Kevin Keep, with Rebuilding Generations in studio with me. We featured Rebuilding Generations on our cover story way back in July, August 2014 edition. Kevin, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me, Sandy. I'm look, really looking forward to it. It was great to have your call when you called and said, hey, I got an idea. And I'm like, so I knew it was going to be good. <laughs> I love it. It's it's so funny because I always tell, especially our cover stories, once you're, especially if you're on the cover, you're part of the Christian Living family and I'm going to stalk you. And it's been seven years and I'm still stalking you. <laughs> and we're good with it. We like to be stalked and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. We have a great ministry as you do too. And it's so awesome to see other ministries recognize what's happening with this next generation. Yeah, yeah, I I love it. I'm actually, oh, I probably shouldn't say anything, but I've been working with a young man on an addition to our website, and we're not ready. There's been a little hiccup, but we're gonna we're going to eventually launch a millennial section on our website. Oh, that's awesome! Addressing biblical issues from a millennial standpoint. Ah, so I'm so excited. I'm looking forward to that one. I'm I'm very excited about that, and you know. If we don't seed into our next generation, where are we going to be? And that's really what I saw was too many times we sit around and we talk about this next generation and the things that they're doing wrong and all this stuff, but that's as far as we take it. It it becomes talk and nobody was willing to do anything. And you know me, like you said, we're friends. I just can't sit around and talk about it. I've got to be a man of action. And um, I love cars. Um, I love the youth and I love the wisdom of the older generation. And I'm thinking there's got to be a way to get them together. There's just got to be a way for them to do that. And having an old car be restored was the perfect opportunity. Yes. Because the old guys remember them coming off the assembly line and how cool they were. And the young kids think, oh, my gosh, they're so awesome. This thing has windows you can roll down. You don't push a button. (laughs) We laugh every time that comes up with these younger kids. They think it's the coolest thing. And um, that I, cracks me up. Yeah, it does. It cracks me up too. It's like the white kid's like, Dad, can we put these on our truck? And I'm like, No, I'm lazy. <laughs> I want to hit a button. <laughs> I remember when we used to ask, Does that car have air conditioning? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Is it, I think it's standard on all of them now, but well, you we, know, it used to be two by 52. 252. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> two windows down, 52 miles an hour. And that's how the air conditioning worked. Oh, yeah. Totally get it. So I, I love on social media when I see, you know, like, the, the dimmer switch on the floor. If oh, yeah. you know what this, this is, is. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the, the millennial, millennial theft protection is a stick shift. Yep. <laughs> the funny thing is my kids love, my son has a stick shift truck. He will not drive anything but a stick shift. I drove stick shift for years yeah. for that same reason. Yeah, same thing. I yeah. learned how to drive a stick shift. Yeah. I love it because it keeps them from texting and driving. They can't have their phone in their hand when they're trying mm. to shift the car. So, I mean, parents, if you're listening to this, think about that. They can't be texting and driving because they're focused on doing too many things in the car. I love that. I hadn't thought about that, but I don't. But I don't have a young driver right now. Yeah. But, but I, I still will. have a seven-year-old. <laughs> well, our our local oldest grandchild is thirteen, so a couple more years. That I got a fourteen-year-old with a fourteen and a half with his permit right now, and we're leaving to Arizona, and 
He's like, Dad, I want to drive the whole way. And I'm like, oh, I get to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So you kind of alluded to, I, I love rebuilding generations. And you kind of alluded to the beginning. How, mm-hmm. you know, let's talk about that. How did you, how did you come up with that? It, it had always been a passion to me. I love men's ministry. Um, I think, you know, men need to really take ownership and rise up um, as fathers, as husbands, as leaders in their communities and uh, their churches. Um, and then I love youth ministry. I mean, I'm a big kid at heart. You know what I mean? I just, my wife jokes that I have six kids and she has seven because yep. I'm the seventh one that doesn't listen to her most <laughs> of the time. Um, and so I was trying, I was sitting at a potluck and I was talking to the older guys over here at this table and they were complaining about the kids and they're all on their phones and look at them and da, 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 da. And I'm like, well, what are you doing about it? And they just sat there. So I went over across the potluck over to the kids and, you know, talking with them. And they're like, oh, look at those old guys just complaining about us. And da, da, da. I'm like, OK, so what if those old guys could teach you something that you don't know? Would you be interested in listening? Could you put the phone down? Could you give them the respect that they definitely deserve? You know, a lot of veterans and things yeah. that are in that group, you know, and the kids don't understand that. And so I went back and forth between the two. And I finally it hit me. I was like an old car. I mean, the kids love them. They yep. think they're cool. They're good looking. You know, they're fast. And then you get the older guys that, you know, remember them coming off the assembly line. And it brings back all that nostalgic memory and the lessons that can be taught through that restoration. It just hit me that sometimes you got to clean up the inside before anybody cares what the outside looks like. Yep. Sometimes you got to have a bigger motor because you got to get revved up and get going in life. Sometimes you got to have bigger brakes because you got to stop and hear what God's trying to tell you. And then sometimes you got a wire cross, which is most time in the teenage years, especially 14 year old boys. There's a few wires crossed there. And, you know, you got to figure out where that short's coming from. And it gave this older generation an opportunity to pour into them because the kids realized they had knowledge in the car stuff. So when they were talking about life lessons, they had those kids' ears and they were willing to listen because they respected the knowledge they had in the car. So inherently, they were respecting the knowledge they had about life in Christ. I love that. And as I recall, you start each meeting with a Bible study. We do. Well, actually, even better. We start off with what's the best way to get kids to calm down is you feed them. (laughs) Food. And breaking of bread started off with them sitting across the table talking with each other. So it break down any of those barriers in the beginning before you got started. And then the Bible study came into effect of now they're listening to a life lesson, you know, something more than just here's how to change a spark plug, here's how to, you know, rebuild a motor, any of those things. And then they've got the two hours plus to work on the cars with the older guys right there, side by side, hands on work. I love it. And, and my husband and I have actually been out. Oh, yeah. It's been, it's been a day or two, but we've been out and seen at your original location. The original location, Eagle, yeah, correct. We've been out and seen the experience of that interaction and i have to tell you it's and i realize that this is a christian radio show and this is probably not the appropriate word but it's magical it the is. connection between the gray-haired older men <laughs> and those young kids and and kids as as i recall as young as seven seven oh yeah you know yeah and it it is it is i mean i sit back sometimes and just watch watch the interactions that are happening you know in fact it's been fun to not you know, before I just want to get in and do and be a part. And, you know, and then I'm like, whoa, wait, let them create that magic together. And it's amazing over the years we've done this to watch the relationships that have been built. Yeah. 
that are lasting, that are seven, eight years into it, that they still get together. They still go have an ice cream or a coffee or a dinner or a lunch. And it's, I mean, that's what it's about. You're building lifelong relationships and true mentorship, Yeah. you know, true discipleship and mentorship where, I mean, that's what we're called to do. Go out and make disciples of all men and all nations. Well, we got to start somewhere. And for me at that time was, it was now. Well, and you've had some great success stories too. Because it's not just about working on the cars. There, There is, and you do it through life lessons, but there is the sharing of the gospel. Oh, 100%. And, and you have some phenomenal success stories in that. We, we have, and you know, that's what is, uh, I mean, can I can get emotional. Is you look at these kids that come into the program, they don't care about Christ. They don't really care. They just came in because they knew the program offered them an opportunity to learn how to work on a car, learn how to weld and do all those things. They come in, set in their ways, they're ready. And then a couple of years later, you realize they got their own Bible study at their house going on. They're married with kids. They've got their own welding shop that they're doing things on. And you just, it just, you just laugh. It's like, God has got such a plan. You couldn't be a puppeteer to coordinate any of this stuff if you tried at your best opportunity. And God brings the right ones in at the right time. And I mean, numerous opportunities of father and sons that didn't speak that are now best friends. You know, I mean, those are ones that I'm like, wow. Yeah. You know, thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be used at this point, you know, through a program of cars. Yeah. You know, it's the dangling carrot. It's the shiny object. It Let's call it what it is. But that car brings together opportunities for them to connect. And that's the most important thing to me personally. That's so cool. That's well, and there's something about doing something with your hands. And when it starts flowing, then those natural endorphins flow and that breaks down barriers. Oh, yeah. And, and and I've seen it, and I love it. So how often do you guys meet? We meet every week right now. Uh, we meet on Tuesdays. At, we start at 6 p.m. We eat for about 25 minutes. Uh, then we go into a Bible study for about another 25, 30 minutes. And then we spend typically two hours on the cars. Um, summertime kind of goes long because kids don't have school, and they want to stay. So it's really up to the parents. I mean, typically, most of us will kind of hang out till 9, 10 o'clock at night, and... Uh, let the kids do it. I mean, they don't want to leave. That's cool. Which That's is, cool. yeah, it's awesome. Well, we both know when you start a project, the last thing you want to do yeah. is you don't yeah. want to stop. Because it's only once a week right now. <laughs> and uh, our hopes are to open up a location, uh, actually an Emmet, to where it'll be during the summertime. Um, it'll be attached to my business, which we're going to build our own shop there, about 5,000 square feet. That'll allow it to be open five days a week. Oh, cool. And the kids can bring in their own cars and their own projects and be able to work on them and not have to leave in two hours, have eight hours to work on it or longer. So that's our ultimate goal. When you get that done, I want to come hang out. Totally. <laughs> Just I, I got I to come check that. So we've kind of alluded to this a little bit. So when, when I first met you, you had one location and that Correct. was in Eagle. But now you have three. So let's talk about those for just so, a minute. Um, the program is growing. And I mean, it's like we don't want to turn down any kids. And so we had this little small shop. My shop, we outgrew. We had worked with uh, Bucks. Bucks had let us use their shop, kind of outgrew. And so we had so many things and we needed places where we could you talk about we have to leave a car and leave it yeah. set up and not have to take it and move it and trail it around. So, yeah, we have three locations. We've got uh, two in Eagle, uh, one up off of uh, Beacon Light, one right off of Floating Feather. And then we have a third location, kind of our hub, which is at the Meridian Auto Ranch here right off of Fairview. What a cool gift. 
I'm assuming it's a gift. It is. Yeah. We're uh, unfortunately, I mean, fortunately, we're not paying for any of these things. This is, um, it's all donation funded and that's how the program is funded through donations. And, um, Joe, who works with us, Joe Callahan, had a good relationship with Ted Wessler, uh, who works for Meridian Auto Ranch. And um, so we kind of went over, talked about it. We made sure all of the legal stuff, insurances and everything were in place that need to be there. And um, Todd McCurry, the owner, came out on our first uh, grand opening event there and was like, wow. I mean, we had, I think we had 100 plus people show up for the event, uh, numerous cars and kids. And we kind of gave a demo of what it's about. And he's like, we need to get behind this. This is what the next generation needs to be about. Changing lives, not just trying to have an opportunity for someone to hang out, but truly changing lives in these kids. I love that. I love that. And and once a month you do a Thursday Thunder? It's a, it's a we call it Throttle Up Thursday. Throttle Up Thursday, sorry. And we finally were able to do that because of Meridian Auto Ranch. They gave us a location. I mean, here's the deal. The kids need a place to hang out. Um, I go with my kids and son, sometimes these events and they go down by the mall and they get kicked out because there's too many of them. And one kid does, I call it a bonehead move. He'll do a burnout or something. And you're like, really? And, um, so we needed a place that they can come and hang out and be themselves, bring what you got, whether it's in work in progress, primered, whether it's a show card, no matter they get to come, they get to hang out, no judging, no nothing. It's I don't care if it's an import. I don't care if it's a hot rod. I don't care if it's your daily driver. Just show up and hang out. When back uh, this Thursday, it's raining. We'll have a taco truck there. And uh, so we're trying to have food there. We're trying to get them to be able to intermix. And we're trying to get the older guys with the hot rods to understand that. So what? He loves an import. Yeah. It's still a car. Yeah. He still has a passion. You know, embrace that. You know, so. That's cool. And is that a set Thursday each month? It is te- technically the first Thursday of each month. Okay. Weather permitting. Weather permitting. Weather permitting. That's good. These hot rod guys don't want to bring their cars out in the rain, <laughs> myself included. Yeah. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, it's, at my house, it's a boat, but I get it. <laughs> my boat's too big to drag around on a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I did, I, that I did not know. So when you were in the magazine, in Christian Living Magazine, clear back in 2014, your 71... Ford Mustang convertible. A lot of people will remember it. Beautiful blue. Oh, I drooled over that color. I'm a blue. Oh, yeah. Um, was on the cover. But in going through my, to update my notes, I noticed that you had done, and you call him Sarge. I love it. A 65 Rustamond Mustang. And you made the the May 8, 2018 cover of Mustang Monthly. What? How cool was that? Did you tell him? Oh, we already been on the cover of Mustang. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway. We did tell him we were on the cover of the magazine with Christian <laughs> Living. We actually gave him a copy of it. <laughs> That's too cool. So, yeah, that was a, a really cool project. Um, that was for a gentleman that uh, had been in the services. He had had a Purple Heart in World War II oh in Korea and Nam. So he was a three Purple Heart. I mean, talk about a hero. I mean, you talk about a man that was awesome. Um, his son had got the car. Um, unfortunately, he had never got to see it finished. He had passed before we were able to finish the car and get it done. But his son had got the car. And it was really the pinnacle of our program. It was an old car, old technology, and with a new technology, the younger generation. So old generation, young generation. So 65 with a brand new at that time was a 2016 Coyote motor. Um total Restro Mod. And a Restro Mod is basically an old car updated with new technology. I had to look that up. Yeah, I had totally. no clue. <laughs> and a lot of guys are like, oh my gosh, it was a purest car. It was perfect. And even my wife's like, why did you do that car? And I'm like, because we could. Yeah. Because it's what they wanted. 
And old technology, I mean, old car, new technology is what it is. Older guys mentoring the younger kids and both of them. So the kids got to bring the technology of computers, programming and all of that and radios and Bluetooth and all these to teach the guys with apps on a, on a radio. I mean, these guys are like, what? Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, I can get the internet, you know, and a 65 Mustang. Could you have ever thought about that and back to the future, you know? That's so so um, the blessing is I personally was able to buy that car back this year. So the oh. gentleman sold it. So that car is now back in the valley and we allow the kids, um, they take it to the car shows. Um, they get to do things with it. Um, they'll get to take it on date nights. Um, and that's what we do with most of the cars that I've been able to acquire back through the program is let the kids use them for prom or whether it's driving in the parade at a um, homecoming or whatever it may be. And it's like, it's cool that not, are they just driving a cool car? They're driving a car they built. They had something to do with. They actually had something to do with building the car. So, I mean, you want to talk about a sense of pride? Those kids light up. I love it. I love it. And speaking of car shows, you've taken, if, if, my, if my numbers and my memories are correct, you've taken 16 cars to SEMA. We've actually taken 17. Oh my gosh. <laughs> 17 cars to SEMA. And SEMA is basically, it's the specialty equipment aftermarket show. It's like one of the largest aftermarket auto shows in the world. It is kind of uh, the pinnacle. Like everybody knows about it. If you're a car yep. guy, you know about SEMA. Yep. And that's one of the other things. One of our great sponsors, Optima Batteries, gives us the passes to allow us and a spot to be able to bring the cars in and show off what the kids have done. And it is amazing when you go there and all these hot rod and old guys are like, there's no way, you know, a seven-year-old kid shot the lizard skin underneath this car. And I'm like, we got video to prove it. Yeah. Like if you let them, I mean, these kids are wanting to do things. They want They're not afraid of sparks. They're not afraid of getting dirty where we know the mess we're going to make and we don't want to deal with the cleanup. They don't care. Yeah. You know, and so it's uh, it's awesome to watch how they respond to the next generation and sponsors. At that point, they're willing to work with us and donate and give us discounts on all the parts that allows us to continue to do what we do with the program. I love it. You know, and, and I see this, except it's usually done as a put down. I know the things we did as kids. Oh, yeah. And you hear, you know, oh, today's kids are so coddled and they can't, but they can if we put that trust in them and train them, work with them. 100%. We joke in the program that what we did back in our days was mischievous. What they do now is criminal, yeah. you know, and we shelter them and we put these in these bubbles and it, you know, it's like, don't drink out of a hose. Don't do this. I mean, we joke, we see all that stuff on social media, right? Yep. We all survived this. Why are we changing it? Yeah. You know what I mean? These kids need to be able to, you know, it's a burden. They need to get out and fly. They need to have life. Yes. It, you know, it's okay to get hurt. It's okay to break a bone. It's okay. We just teach, try not to hurt others. Don't do stupid moves where you're going to cause effects on others. Yeah. You know what I mean? But hey, you know, we bust knuckles. We, you know, break bones. We do these things. And it's, I mean, it's just life. Absolutely. You know, I mean, if we put them in a bubble, what's going to happen when they hit the real world? Well, first of all, they have to have life skills. I mean, yes. when, when we were in school, they still had home ec and... Hey, I learned how to bake my first pie in home ec. Yeah, see? <laughs> you know, that's... Our, my daughter-in-law, rest her soul, came to me one day and she said, I lost a button. And she had no idea. And I was like, that's really sad because we learned that. Oh, yeah, we learned but, how to sew a button. Yeah. On the cross stitch, how yeah. it worked. Oh, yeah, I, I so, remember. You know, it's, but again, it goes back to 
let's not put them in a bubble. Let's mm. train them up. 100%. And, and I love it. I absolutely love that. So what kind of projects do you got going on right now? So we are working on uh, a Volvo project. It's a 780 and it's a very rare, um, it was a concept car that was done. And so Davey's managing that one. Uh, we're finishing up what we call the Braptor, which uh, Joe found an old Bronco for 500 bucks on Craigslist or it was Facebook Marketplace. And we brought it in. We were just going to do what we call a scuff and buff and turn it to make a little bit of money. And it turned into a massive project. And so we're finishing that. And it's way cool. It's like oh. lime green. It's oh, yeah. gorgeous. It'll be uh, uh, at a show coming up uh, tonight, actually, at the fairgrounds. Um, it's called Shark Fest. And oh, so uh, we'll have a big show. It's from five to nine. We'll have most of our cars out there. So it'll be great for anybody that wants to come out and check it out. Uh, you'll get to meet the kids and get to see everything. And that's the Boise Fairgrounds. So the Boise Expo Fairgrounds, right off of Glenwood. Okay, yep, cool. correct. And uh, we have an old Mustang, another 65 Mustang that we're working on uh, that's for a pastor. And so it's a labor of love on that one that the kids are really excited about. That one's been a little bit of a challenge. We've got, we found a lot more rust than we ever thought on that car, Ugh. but it came from Midwest and so they use a lot of salt, yep. which is just a killer on the underneath the cars. But, um, you know, that's, it's a challenge and that's what we're teaching the kids is, okay, we thought it was going to be easy, but here's what we have to do. Well, you think it's going to be easy sometimes to change the cancer in your life and what's causing the problems. Well, sometimes it takes time. Yep. You know, and it takes a lot of work to get that out. Well, if it's easy, everybody would be doing it. You know, sometimes you got to put in the time in your life, in your relationships with your parents, your teachers, your friends, to see the real results that are going to come out later on down the road. Yep. And that's how the car is a great tool and, for and us. And everything's not disposable. Everything's not disposable that we think is in this world of today. So we're we're running short on time here, but I want to I want to give our listeners an opportunity. We're with Kevin Keep with Rebuilding Generations today. Kevin, where can people find out more if they want to get involved or if they have vehicle that maybe they want to donate? Um, Finances they want to donate, write a check. There we're you good go. With all of that stuff. There you go. Um, RebuildingGenerations.com. Social media is big for us. The kids are really into it. So we have a Facebook page. We have an Instagram page. We're starting a TikTok page. I'm learning all this from my kids. But uh, it's awesome because they're embracing it, having fun with it. But those are the great opportunities. So we'd, we'd love to have any kids welcome to come try it out twice um, at no charge. We First year ever, we are charging uh, a fee. It's $100, but you get your backpack, your shirts, your safety goggles, your ear protection, your eye protection, your gloves all of that. And then we charge a monthly fee that helps uh, cover the cost of the auto upkeep, which is the certification they get through the program. That's cool. That is way cool. That's well, and, and it all takes money to do it. But wow, I can't believe you've been able to do it without until this year. That is way, way, way cool. Oh, and you have a YouTube channel. We do. We're starting our new YouTube channel. So it'll be awesome. That is cool. Thank you so much for joining me today. Folks, if you'd like to go back and read the original story in Christian Living Magazine, go to our website, christianlivingmag.com, and under the Past Issues tab, scroll down all the way down to July, August 2014. And because I've had some people reach out to me recently and asking how to subscribe to Christian Living Magazine, if you want to have it delivered to your own mailbox, it's easy. Just send your name and address along with a check or money order for $12 to Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867 Meridian 83680. That brings our time to an end for this week, folks. And we invite you back next week when I promise we have another special guest in store for you, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, 
encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.